welcome to Cancer Conversations. I'm your host, Erica Matthews. I am a wife, mom, and wellness coach. I understand the trauma of getting a cancer diagnosis and the intense battle a person instantly steps into. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome adversity and how activating faith plays a key role in the outcomes we want to have. Each week, I will be bringing you education and inspiration, as well as interviews with other fellow warriors. Get ready to be empowered in your faith, mindset, and your health. Now, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode 19. I titled this, Believing You Can Actually Achieve Full Remission. I first of all want to remind us how powerful the mind is. And achieving and receiving the news that you are cancer-free, it first starts there, believing that it's actually possible for you. Now, I know that we can go in and out of that statement right there, depending on our symptoms or how we feel, what we are being told by doctors, what our numbers are, what the scan shows, or even a statistic. And if you've been given a terminal diagnosis, Well, it doesn't mean that it's over, of course, unless you come into agreement with it. Did you know that there are many, many of thousands of people with incorrect diagnoses out there? Well, that makes sense. If you are misdiagnosed, how can you actually go about treating it the right way? Well, that's a whole other topic for another day. So we're going to talk about getting really strong in our mindset and our beliefs. And if you've received a cancer diagnosis, You've got to know, I'm being honest here, it's going to take a lot of work to receive remission, but it is fully possible. So the number one first thing towards achieving remission is believing you can and you will. This has to do with feeding your faith and not your fears. This also has to do with who you surround yourself with. Surround yourself with people who believe with you and for you, and who speak faith and hope over you. Now, I know if you're feeling sick, that can definitely affect how we think about our situation. But that's why you need as many prayer warriors and people of hope surrounding you and that you can text or have some sort of access to at any given moment. And personally, I like having prophetic warriors in my corner, people who can prophesy Help and help me. Help me believe and help me even see that my future is so big and bright. And for those listening in that aren't familiar with being prophetic or what, you know, prophesy even is, it's basically the ability to see correctly into the future. But it's also something that should help lead you towards God and edify you. I'll give you an example. So, Back in 2020, when I was newly diagnosed and so very sick, and honestly, I wasn't doing well at all, I had several people that gave me prophetic words. And two people gave me the same word about me when I was older with my daughter's daughter. They don't even know each other. Now, that's one way you can know that it's God, because they didn't even know each other. So this is just another thing to help you stay in faith despite what you see, feel, or hear. And one of the scriptures I absolutely love is a simple scripture. It says, we walk by faith 
and not by sight. And when you have a cancer diagnosis, it's very, very important to exercise that and practice that scripture because it will help you in staying in that faith-filled mindset. Your faith has to do with creating an atmosphere that embodies the Holy Spirit. So feeding your faith, well, that's what you want to do. So here's a couple things you can do to feed your faith. Practice thankfulness. Lord, thank you that you see me and you are pulling me out of this muck and this miry clay, according to Psalm 40. And then something I like to say over myself is I like to prophesy over myself. So I'll declare things like, soon, God, I know that I'm going to be dancing upon this injustice. So another way to fuel your faith is reading the Bible and using the word of God as a weapon. And worshiping, I love to sing songs to God and make it really hard for the devil to torment me with lies about my situation. Here's a great scripture. Uh, it's found in Proverbs 16, 7, and it says this, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes his enemies be at peace with him. Wow. So my interpretation of that scripture is that when my ways please the Lord, he is going to make my enemies bow to me. Wow. That means cancer has to bow to me. Also in Second Chronicles 20 verse 22, it says, as they began to sing and praise God, the Lord set an army from Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come to attack them, and the enemy was defeated. I mean, it says right there in the Bible that praise is our weapon in how we win our battles. All right, so let's move on in number two. Something I'm passionate about is a root cause approach towards remission. Now, some of you know that I'm a life coach and wellness coach, and over these past years of seeing clients, I have seen a trend, and it's that every single client has trauma, some form of trauma, whether it's emotional disturbances, some sort of betrayal that's happened to them, unresolved grief, or some kind of pain that is trapped in the body. And honestly, as I you know, began to look at the people that I have coached over these past few years, there's not one person who didn't have some form of trauma. And I truly believe that trauma is connected to cancer. So let's talk about that for a second, um, root cause. Now, root cause healing is very deep. And it has taken me a couple years of you know, being diagnosed to finally get it. So one of the reasons why it's so important to heal the root of why you got the cancer in the first place is because you're going to protect yourself of future, you know, metastasis or the cancer coming back. So it's very, very important to identify why did I get this cancer in the first place? And if you can identify this and truly move it out of your body, that is a big thing that will help you achieve remission and stay cancer-free, which is ultimately our goal. Now, most doctors out there in the standardized way of treating cancer, again, they're just putting band-aids on the symptoms. 
and they're not going to the root cause. We have to go to the root cause. We have to get curious. Why? Why did I get a cancer diagnosis? Why did you get a cancer diagnosis? Now, with the conventional doctors, you know, that's all they're trained to do. They are trained to only treat symptoms. They're not trained to ask you questions and talk to you about your diet. That's important to know that. But it's also important to know that you, you do need to find someone that can help facilitate this for you. Now, I truly believe that 90% of the cancer that they say I have is completely interconnected to the emotional trauma of my past and some of these decisions that I've made. You know, right now, I'll just put a shameless plug in for my coaching because I've helped so many people go to the root cause of why they got the cancer diagnosis. And it's so important. For me, I absolutely love when a client has a huge aha moment. I love to help facilitate a breakthrough and help create what their new cancer-free life is going to be like. It is, it's so amazing. Oftentimes, there are blocks that we don't know on our own that are stopping us from achieving complete healing. And so my job is to help identify that and hold space for you. It's my true joy to be a coach. So if this is something that you are curious about, you can simply reach out at hello at ericamatthews.co. All right, so the number three thing that I want to say is it's very important to move any and all partnership with resentment, unforgiveness, and offense right out of your heart. Now, this could even include unforgiveness towards yourself. Now, this is not an easy process for some. In fact, you know, if we have years of being offended at people or holding grudges against people or, you know, not showing grace towards others and holding unforgiveness to them, this truly could take a long time to learn how to practice forgiveness and walk yourself out of that. But again, it's a process and you have to be patient with yourself. I also believe that it takes God to help us to forgive. So it's really, you know, learning how to partner with him so he can help walk us out of that bondage. And that's truly what it is, bondage. And just because you forgive someone else doesn't mean that you're letting that person off the hook. You know, you are actually forgiving them so that your heart can be free. I plan to do a whole podcast on this, but this is so important to take care of this now. And I truly believe that God cannot heal us if we are unwilling to forgive others. So, so truly deal with that if you know that's something that is locked in your heart. All right. The number four thing I want to say that's important in helping us achieve remission is we need to reduce the amount of toxins and chemicals in our environment. Now, think about this. So 50 plus, you know, 100 years ago, you know, we barely heard about cancer. But now it's like one in three has a cancer diagnosis. And I truly believe, you know, it's because of all the chemicals and toxins that are now allowed in the products that we use on our bodies. They're allowed in the foods we eat, the cleaning products, the laundry detergent. So I know that all of this is a major reason that people are coming down 
with a cancer diagnosis. So with this, just make sure as you are limiting, you know, the toxins, and that does include toxic relationships, that you're also, you know, getting rid of toxins in your body. Now, you can do that through going and having a colonics done. You can do that through organic coffee enemas. You can go and partake in infrared saunas, exercising. You can do all kinds of things like that that help reduce the toxin burden. And it's very important to do that. All right, number five is have a good supplement regimen. So take supplements that help reduce inflammation. So some that I like to take is turmeric or curcumin, boswellia, and a product called Vascum, to name a few. But also build that immune system. And there's so many things that we can be doing for our immune system, which includes getting out in the sunshine every single day. Make sure you're taking a good vitamin D. Uh, for the immune system, quercetin's a great one. Uh, the immune system molecule that many of you heard me talk about, it helps uh, raise your immune IQ knowledge 437% smarter. It kills cancer cells, which we all know we want to be doing. It activates your natural killer cells. And the main job is to help your body recognize a threat and then respond to it by taking it out. So in my opinion, every single person that is living and breathing needs to be taking this immune system molecule because, you know, more than ever, there's threats all around us. And so, you know, our body, if it doesn't recognize where the problem is, it's not going to be able to fight it very well. So you can message me if you're interested more into that. Another immune system product I love is Fortified Colostrum. People have been taking colostrum for years because of the amazing benefits. It helps with your gut. It has a product called lactoferrin in it. There's so many things I could say about that. It's good for digestive issues. It just It's amazing. And I'm sure some of you know this, maybe some of you don't, but 70 to 80% of our immune cells are in our gut. So we definitely need to be you know, taking a good probiotic. And so a good supplement routine, I can't say that enough. One thing I want to add in really quickly is that years ago, we could get our supplements from Amazon, maybe even months ago. But I've been hearing some things and I don't think that Amazon is really the best place to get your supplements from. So I know it's easy to add it, you'll get it the next day. But Go directly to the company and you'll know that you're, you're getting the, the legit product. All right, let's move on to number six. All right, it's important to move your lymph system. Why? Because cancer gets stuck in the lymph system. So manual lymph drainage is necessary. Also, jumping on a rebounder for 10 minutes a day, that will help making sure that you don't jump too hard because that can actually bring on inflammation in your body. One other thing I recommend is different tinctures that you can use that will help flush your lymph system. Now, our lymph system, and I'm going to actually go into more details about that um, on a later podcast, but our lymph system doesn't have its own flushing system automatically. So we do have to do things, you know, for our lymph system. And make sure it is flowing. All right. Number seven, we need to learn 
how to regulate our nervous system. Now, this can be done through cold plunges, being in nature, which is one of my favorites. I get so inspired in nature. Grounding to the earth, which is basically walking barefoot on the grass, breath work, yoga, meditation, a massage. And another one I'll throw in is doing things that truly fill your cup or fill your soul. Oh, it's so important. And I feel like there's so many people in the world that are working jobs that they don't want to work at, but they have to to make money. They, they're doing so many things that they, you know, quote unquote, have to do, but it doesn't fill their soul. So we do have to be intentional about making sure our cup is filled. And in return, it's going to help regulate our nervous system. All right. And the last thing I want to talk about, and this is something I love working on with my clients, is visualizing what your cancer-free life is going to look like. This is what I love helping clients design. Now, visualization for me personally is dreaming with God. It might look different for you. So since I have a very deep appreciation for life and my family now, how does that play into things? What am I not available for anymore that I used to tolerate before? What trips and experiences do I want to create in my life? So ask yourself those questions. It's so amazing to visualize what your new cancer-free life's going to look like. What are you going to be doing on a daily basis? How are you going to be serving your family and others? What is your gifts that you're going to bring to the world? What is your message that you're going to bring to the world? Because God didn't just heal you just to heal you. There is a bigger message behind that. So it's important to do the journaling and, again, you know, go, go deep in that and dreaming about what your, your new life is going to look like. So. I could go so deep into all of these, but I just wanted to share a little bit about what had been on my heart for people in, you know, attaining or achieving a cancer-free result, a cancer-free remission. So again, I just wanted to share what things are important to be doing on a daily basis that are going to help get you towards becoming cancer-free. And it is possible, I'm telling you. No matter which route you're doing, conventional, integrative, all integrative, all conventional, it is possible. And all of these steps that we talked about today are going to help you towards that goal. So if you liked today's episode, I would love it if you shared this with someone that could use this information. And if you share it on your social media, make sure that you tag me. I would love, love, love that. All right, I look forward to the next episode and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the show. My prayer is that the podcast encouraged you and filled you with hope. If you loved what you heard today and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, and leave a review on Apple Podcast. To catch the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at It's Erica Matthews and join my Hope and Healing for Cancer Facebook group. Remember this, anything worth having takes work. See you next week for a new episode.